160 for you to listen to. We have consistent guest co-host, Captain Party, Angela Tabora here. How are you? What's up? Good. <laughs> How are you? I'm fine. Nice. Mm-hmm. Alive. Yeah. How living. are you, Char? I am alive as well. <laughs> <laughs> Currently Pressing breathing. buttons, talking into mics. Still ticking. Good for you. Is this thing on? <laughs> Barely. I don't know what's wrong with it. It does sound muted. I don't know. It's like it doesn't like me very much. No, there. Okay. I'm better. Ish. Sorry. That's all right. You're here. You're alive. Yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> uh, <sighs> It's just tiring. Trying times. Trying times. It's very trying times. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Bitch Talk's here for everyone. Uh, who feels the same way we do, or maybe they don't feel the same way we do. Um, and I'd love to hear from you if you don't feel the same way we do. If you feel like everything's great and the travel ban is great and building a wall sounds terrific, then... <laughs> like Aubrey, Aubrey Huff? Oh. <laughs> Je- uh, my boyfriend Jeff told me all about that. Uh, Aubrey Huff used to play for the San Francisco Giants. He was on the 2010... Uh, World Series winning team. Was he 2012? He was also? 12, but he didn't really do anything. Well, oh, that's when he went crazy. Yeah. Um, literally. You can Google that. I'm not making that up. He went off the deep end, actually. But, uh, but yeah, I heard he was stuck. We'll just go into it. He was stuck at the airport over the weekend at SFO, right? And then started <laughs> complaining about the protests. Uh, online on Twitter, which was smart. smart. Oh, I was just gonna say, yeah, so really smart. Really so smart. I didn't I didn't read the part that he was actually at the airport, but I know that, you know, like he has a new book that's coming out, which is such a dumb I mean like Right. It's like stuff people but you know the people that are saying <laughs> are things that are saying like really like even if you care, like keep your fucking mouth shut. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's like a time bomb. It's just like I I don't know if I if I I forwarded to a handful of people. It's like that um you know um I forgot the name of the company uh, Twelve Rounds Brewing in Sacramento. Have I no, showed you? No, no. It's Whoa, a what did they do? It's a it's a small business in Sacramento, small craft brewery. And dude started kind of spouting off his his conservative beliefs, you know, right? And saying a bunch of stuff, and they like you know people were just like f you. Yep. And started going on Facebook and I literally watched this guy this guy basically blew up his small business that was super successful. It it wow. literally went Yeah. uh it like within 2 days got like 400 one star reviews on Facebook. It's like, crazy how fast that shit and happens. He's like and his wife is his wife is actually she's Filipina and she was like trying to defend him <laughs> oh, and she's just girl. like he's not a he's not a this he's not a that I should forward you that too like, late I'd like Sorry. to see that yeah yeah uh, we we we'll, we'll talk about it next time so that we have the article in front of okay. us but yeah it was it was one of those things of like it's fascinating to watch because it's showing what social media is doing the with what's power. happening yeah. with the world Hello. right now. And delete for Uber. small companies like that, right. I mean, that's De- game over. Delete but Uber. It's happened to L.L. Bean. It's happened yep. to IHOP. Right. I mean, it's and just like... Denny's. And in this, this case, and like with Aubrey Huff, he, you know, like he's in San Francisco because I've, I've watched him. He was doing stuff on Comcast Bay Area and CSN. stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, he was... Um, He's promoting. He wrote a new book, and so he's pre, he's doing press tour for a book to promote a book that he wrote, and then 
He goes on social media and just starts spouting off and just running, like, just freaking diarrhea of the mouth with these with these His comments. Views, yes. And it's just like, just just shut be the quiet. fuck up. Yeah. Be mm-hmm. quiet. Yeah. You're better off. Right. He's good enough alone. I mean, like, it's like, yeah, okay, your beliefs are your beliefs, but if you just keep your mouth quiet, it's going to be a hell of a lot better for you than it is right now. Right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, there was even, he must, it's like, he, it, it almost sounded like he was on something. He, um, he, you know, people were giving him a bunch of crap and he said, and like calling him a overpaid player. Like, you know, like he went into, he went into Twitter wars with people. Right. And then he. Well, he, so does Don Cheadle, by the way, if you follow Don Cheadle. It, and it, I love Don Cheadle. But he, he, he started saying stuff like, um, he's like, okay, I'll play. He's like, you're a liberal snowflake. I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but he's like, you're a liberal snowflake. So I'll play, I'll play along. Yeah. I used to be overpaid, but now I'm not. And, uh, or now I'm just the guy that's just chilling out with a home in San Diego, retired at 40 and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, dude, do you really want like, yeah, it's like, do you really want to make yourself look more disgusting than people are already looking at you? Right. (laughs) I just like, it's just bad. Bad, bad, bad. And then he started roping other people in with him. Like, he oh. would, like, I guess, you know, more, you know, like, you know, like somebody like, I think it was Jeremy Affelt. Oh. But, you know, because he's conservative. He's conservative. But he's not, but he's not putting his views out there. Nope. But he, like, tagged him in a tweet that was just, like, at Jeremy Affelt, at blah, 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 like, two other people. And he's like, we're just never going to win this. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> what are you doing? Don't call your army. Right. <laughs> These people might not want to be on your army no. publicly. At all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what? I'm just chilling. Like, why are you calling me out? And that's a hard thing. Like, you have these people that you look up to for whatever it is, like amazing athletes, amazing actors, amazing authors, whatever. A store that you like going to, Target, uh, whatever uh-huh, it is. Right. And then you find out these things about them, and you're like, fuck, what does that mean? You know what I mean? Right. And like, just, I was. It's hard to. I was bamboozled. Yeah. No. So. Yeah, I heard a little bit about that. I'm just I'm trying to find that balance. Yeah, because you, not of looking at everything. Like, yeah, but but still, it's, it's you have to stand for something. But. It's interesting though because in the past, I've never really been bothered by when you know, like when shit when shit explodes on social media. I normally I'm like it's gonna pass and like I'm not gonna get frustrated by it. I'm just gonna you know, like you just leave it like yeah. Nothing is never like really you know drawn me to go. I am so over all this of this person, right now, yeah. or you know, this whatever. Thing. And this, this is probably like this is the first <laughs> thing, and it's like, and it's like because of what we do for a living or what I do for a living, it's like I have to be dialed into this stuff, right. and so I have to pay attention. It's not like I can just go, oh, this isn't my bag. I'm not going to do it anymore. Right. And so, but it's like for the first time in forever that social media has even been a thing. I'm just like, dude. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. We're getting hammered. It's hammer time here. Um, I'll switch gears for a second. Something that's not a lot, and it's a funny story. Uh, my boyfriend and I bought tickets to Sketchfest is going on in San Francisco right now. It's this whole thing. I think it's two or three weeks long throughout the city. You have amazing comedians coming through. You have um, just amazing talent uh that comes through you have john ham that was here god damn it i wish i got those tickets uh john john ham's ham john's ham yeah john's ham was here john ham and uh he just had this this 
huge array of talent coming in from Hollywood and New York. So we bought tickets, not sight unseen, but we saw something and Patton Oswalt was going to be there. And we love some Patton Oswalt. Mm-hmm. And um, there was another uh, comedian that was going to be on the show and her name's Sashira Zameda. And uh, I saw her at Punchline a few years ago. She's on SNL. We're like, cool, that sounds cool. It's called Story Pirates. Cool. I don't know what that is. It's probably just storytelling, whatever. So, but it, what was weird about the show was it was at 11 a.m. downtown San Francisco. And we're like, well, this is kind of weird for a sketch fe- <laughs> fest show. Last time I went to Sketch Fest, we were at Cobb's Comedy Club or you right. go to Punchline. You go to Roxy, <laughs> you go to the Roxy and, you know, whatever. Go to Alamo Draft House. There's always booze around. So we're like, 11 a.m. down in San Francisco, but fine, whatever. You Mimosas, know, so Yeah, starts off our day. <laughs> Pat and Oswald. So as we get there, as we get there, we notice there's a lot of children, like, going up the same way we were up the stairs. There's parents and kids, like kids, like first graders, uh, kindergartners, second graders. <laughs> and then there's, like, Jeff and I and a couple other... <laughs> couple other people because we noticed about a day before we went Pat Oswalt's name was taken off the show and we're like what the fuck this is why we wanted to go but it's fine I even tweeted it I tweeted at Sketchfest and Pat Oswalt like was anything mean I was just like hey what happened totally bummed out he's not going to be there it's fine Jeff and I still went we're like well let's just go and check it out so we sit down as a bunch of kids and I was like I remember reading they were going to have something for kids but I didn't think it was this show and it turned out to be, it's called Story Pirates. And what they do is, have you heard of them? No, I'm not. So they're story. <laughs> but this just sounds awesome. I know. Yeah, right. It just sounds so awesome because it's you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, and, and Jeff and I are kind of having a high. We're like, what's with this kid show? Fuck. What are we doing here? It's 11 in the morning. But it turned out awesome. I love Story Pirates now. What they do is um, they go around to schools around the country they have kids. I think it's like first to third graders. Let's say or first to fourth graders, I guess. Um, write stories and then they reinterpret them. They're a sketch comedy troupe. Fucking brilliant. So, <laughs> fucking brilliant. So they will take whatever. They'll either you know create a song around it. They'll reenact the story. They'll tell it a different way, but with the same bones. And what was awesome was the kids were in the audience. Um, and Story Pirates told their story. They have a podcast, so you can find them, I think, on iTunes, they're saying. And they're a nonprofit, and I thought it was awesome. And Jeff and I, afterwards, we were, like, on board with Story Pirates. So <laughs> we were tweeting at them. They were liking our tweets and tweeting back. And uh, it was rad. But pa- Pat Oswalt wasn't there, but um, it was it was still great. I guess he's a big fan. He has a daughter that's pretty young, so I'm guessing she listens. But what they do is really cool. So... Go Stray Pirates. <laughs> well, the funny thing was, that though, amazing. they were selling booze at 11 a.m. for the parents. <laughs> so nice. In the lobby, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, just in case. Down but, for the cause. You can't have the word pirates in your in your theme and not have alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you're just bullshit. Right. So, there so, you go. Poor Pat Oswalt, I guess, got really bad food poisoning and wasn't able to make it on the airplane the night before. I guess he called them out, like, one in the morning the night before the show and was like I can't make it I'm so sorry so food poisoning yeah no thanks struggle is real the struggle is real so that was fun it was just different like we would have never gone to that so yeah and now I'm like I like what they do it's rad I would love to see a live show it reminds me of uh, Mortified yeah yeah which is the 
It's uh, people reading their journals from when they were in high school right. or ju- middle school or junior high, and now they're adults and they, they read portions, excerpts of their journals. Right. And it's incredible. It's so funny, this this little glimpse into the most dramatic years of your life yeah. before you knew anything. One of my best friends. It well. reminds me of that for some reason. It's just so personal and... It, I don't, I don't know. I would love I would for love, yeah. one of my best friends to be on Mortified and read her journal from when we were kids. They joke about it now. She hated her sister. Like, would write, <laughs> would write stuff in class and turn it in to her teacher about how much she hated her sister. Like, that struggle was real. And I wish now she It'd be like a book those. report that turned into, oh, yeah. and, and my sister's and a bitch. I'm going to kill her. Yeah. So it would be... It'd be awesome if she was on Mortified and read those because I think they'd be hilarious. But Story Pirates is rad. You know, there are kids. (laughs) One kid wrote a list. I think I told you about this. It was his to-do list. And that's what he (laughs) gave to Story Pirates. And the to-do list was something like, wake up, get a chicken, (laughs) take out lunch, hit sister, read a book. Uh, I don't know. Do chores, annoy sister again. (laughs) <laughs> read read some more go to bed and so they made a whole rap out of that and it was fucking we were dying and then there's another girl that wrote she was in first grade hannah poor little hannah was so mortified she was mortified to be on stage afterwards because they had all of the kids up there wow she was painfully shy but she she wrote a story about liking babies <laughs> and they turned it into another like like a R&B song <laughs> and it was hilarious. we were dying because this is she likes babies yeah and I she mean, was once one too that was a part of her whole <laughs> her whole story and it was hilarious so anyways cheers to story pirates for doing shit in the world and making kids want to write gi- stories giving kids a voice because yep. they are incredible they're geniuses yeah they're w- wise beyond their years wise so how have you That's been either. speaking of babies <laughs> wow, the transition. Does everyone like that segue? The transition is I'm here real. all I'm here all night everybody. Oh my god. Well, <laughs> to change gears, I guess. Well, you're you don't want my babies gears are right now. Changed. Yeah, my gears have been changed. So, <laughs> I went to Planned Parenthood as thank god. As I I found, it still exists in San Francisco. I, I found out during my uh, appointment that there's been a surge of people mm. going to Planet Parenthood mm-hmm. for condoms, birth control, checkups, and all the other important things, breast cancer screenings, mm-hmm. all, all the beautiful, amazing things that, that they do. There's been a rush of people, and they're busier than ever because they're afraid that this is all going to go away, um, as is what happened with me. And I was, I was like, you know what? I can't fuck yeah, around. Just all, I, literally, you can't fuck around. <laughs> I got to get on the phone and go to Planet well, it was really funny. No, I need to tell you a brief story. So after the night of, of Dump's election, one of my best friends from L.A. called me and she was like, what am I going to tell my niece? How am I going to tell my niece? And her niece is one or maybe two. Two, actually. And in my head, I was like, motherfucker, your niece is not the one that's going to need Planned Parenthood in the next four years. I am. Right. <laughs> I'm like, worry about me. Okay? She's worry not going to remember bitch. this shit. Yeah. I might need it. So that got right. me thinking and I was like, you know what? I can't fuck around. I haven't been on birth control my whole life. I've been using condoms and, you know, been smart and been lucky enough, knock on wood. But I was like, I can't fuck around anymore. I have to be serious and take care of myself. So I went. I got a... Uh, You're starting to adult. You're adulting. Is that it. what it's called? Yeah. Oh. Sorry to bring sound, you down. Go ahead. Sound very sexy, adulting. But adultery. Anyway. I don't know. <laughs> Adultering. <laughs> yes. 
Um, so I went and I was like, okay, I'm going to set up an appointment to get my IUD. It's a, uh, you know, they insert it. And what were you calling it before? UTI. He's <laughs> fucking acting. like, hey, I'm going to go get a UTI. Yeah. I'm all, uh, <laughs> what? On purpose? Yeah. No. How do you know you're going to go get well, one? Acronyms Sorry. are confusing. And there's she U, kept saying there's it. There's a U, hilarious. there's an I. Yeah. And there's, there's a, a T. No. Yeah. What is it? There's a D in mine. Ew. <laughs> Not no, yet. U, D, U, I, D. <laughs> anyway, fuck, man. Anyways, yeah. Crazy story. So <laughs> here's the amazing thing about Planned Parenthood. I had my appointment on Thursday. By Monday, I had the appointment to get it inserted, implanted, whatever you call it. But now you made me all like, Sorry. Anyway. yes, yes. Um, so it just happened right away. This is the greatest clinic. It's off of Fillmore. Um, you know, write to Bitch Talk if you want to get the information for this women's clinic because it's incredible. And Actually, um, you can just Google it because I found it pretty quickly. Or just Google it anyway. <laughs> it's like Women's Clinic on Fillmore by Bush Street. Anyways, yeah. yes. Shout out. So, um... So I went in for Monday. My appointment was at 8 p.m. I'm like, is this a back alley appointment? It freaked me out. I'm like, eight. I was like, p.m. I like stressed it. They're like, yeah, it's, yeah, p.m. It's fine. So I come in. They see me right away. Uh, uh, you know, I get ready and uh, disrobe, derobe, derobe. And she she comes in with a student who's going to be watching. And I'm like, cool. The more the merrier. Yeah, Why come not? Come on in. First one's free. Yeah. You know? <laughs> So we get all ready. I straddle up. And then she's like, <laughs> and then she's like, oh, do you want to, you know, grab your phone and look through your phone? That kind of helps people get distracted. And I was like, fuck, that's brilliant. And I was like, oh, do you mind if I listen to music? And I, I went to get my headphones. And she's like, yeah, but why don't you just play it out loud? We like music. So I was like, amazing. Okay. So I put on my favorite, current favorite Pandora station. What's your current favorite Pandora it's station? It's called Glass Animals. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And it was perfect for the vibe. My sure. 8 p.m. IUD insertion. <laughs> perfect for that vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might write you a review. The, you set the mood. I set the tone. Yeah. And right as I played it, she's like, oh, I like where you're going with this. Oh. <laughs> right? So already Did she serve vibing. you a drink, too? Already we're vibing, right? I'm already, this is like the our student foreplay. or the... Like, no, I'm just kidding. I the gyno. Okay. Yeah, the student, <laughs> the student was just, whatever we're going to call them. I, the insertionist, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and I was super nervous. I should say, like, I was super, I was texting everyone. Do you know anyone that has this? What are their yeah, thoughts? Yeah, I what got this. I, you got I got one. one of those texts. I was super nervous because I've never been on birth. I didn't know what to expect, so. Well, I've never had a IUD or a UTI, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> be able to tell you either one. Go ahead. <laughs> Knock on wood. Yeah, so anyway... So I'm playing this music. We're chatting. We have this like awesome vibe going on. I'm like getting reading on my phone. You know, it's just kind of like whatever. We're just homies. It's like we're on a road trip. We're like commenting on the songs and whatever. Yeah, it's a road trip. And then this Santa Gold song comes on and she's like, oh, this is a good song. And she starts bobbing her head as she's implanting (laughs) my UTI. Are you? Oh, IUD. IUD. She's bobbing her head. And I, at that moment, I was like, there's something so beautiful in San Francisco about this whole thing. Like, I just, it's 8 p.m. I'm getting birth control for free. Right. Thanks to Planned Parenthood. Yep. And she's bobbing her head to my music. And we're just, like, grooving. And it's just so laid back and so chill. It was probably my best experience uh, on stirrups. <laughs> we'll just, like, Cheers. Yeah, we'll just put it that way. And so now I'm 
I'm set throughout the entire entirety of Dump's presidency. So yeah, and that's what you were looking for. Yeah, that's what I was looking for, and that's what I was afraid of, and uh, apparently so are many women because they've had an influx of <laughs> yeah of people just like I'm scared. What should I do? Right, you know, right. Just trying to look out for ourselves. So right. yeah, it was a good experience. It was a ner- I was scared and I was nervous, but it ended up being pretty awesome. Yeah, cool. Yeah, you should Yelp. Uh- Yelp rate I them. need to I need to rate them and her specifically because she's badass. And then when it was done, <laughs> so when she was done with the insertion, she's like, "Congratulations, you now have Marina." And they clapped. <laughs> oh, that's the name of the Marina IUD. is the name of the IUD. Oh, okay. And I was just kind of still like al fresco, like whoa. And now I'm getting a like a, a an ovation. It was kind of interesting. With your legs still in the st- stirrups? Yeah, but they were like <laughs> excited for me, and uh, you know, Jesus. I, yeah, it was the whole experience. Wow. wow. They were excited for me because they're like, now you have birth control and you, you know, feel protected and safe. And yeah, so they clapped, but it was a whole new experience. Good. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, quickly, uh, Ange and I did not watch the SAG Awards because uh, we went out that night. And <laughs> uh, it was good for me. I needed to be off social but media. But we were looking up results. Yes, we were looking it up, it and so happy for Mahershala Ali yet again. Moonlight. Um, I'm happy for Denzel. He deserved his win. Um, Hidden Figures. Oh my God! What another favorite film of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, just the speeches were amazing. Um, it feels like I don't know. It feels like a community. I don't know, amongst those people and amongst us, and they're like-minded. and um, It's definitely a big shift from last year. Oh, yeah. Well, f- yeah, everything's a shift now. But <laughs> yeah, but, but it's, um, if you didn't see any of the uh, speeches um, or the wins, I actually watched them again, I think, the next day on Monday. and um, Oh, watch The Stranger Things. Did you watch that oh, speech? Ryder. No, Winona who cares Ryder. about Winona Ryder? No, I didn't watch it, but I saw an article that Winona Ryder was like, Yeah, the, out. she was distracting, but the <laughs> gentleman's name that was giving the speech was rad, and he was... He's, uh, isn't he like a local he, guy or something Is like he that? from here? I don't know if he's... There's... I feel like I mm, on my timeline on. somewhere, he has... I had like a, a, a connection somewhere with him. You know him? I don't. Can know. you get him on bitch talk? Is no, that what you're talking but about? What I'm saying is, one of my friends had a connection with him. I just don't know if it was oh. because he was local. David Har- Harbor, Harbor. Uh, his speech was rad, but yeah, having Winona Ryder right next to him was very distracting. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was like, I, I go, was it Reggie? But Reggie's connection was with Mahershala. Yeah. Yeah, Reggie knows Mahershala. That's his buddy. Yeah. Reggie Reggie Steele, Steel. who's been on this. I almost said Jackson. Sorry. <laughs> Reggie Steele, who's been on our show before. Local comedian in San Francisco, who's awesome. Um, yeah, but the... I, I had a friend that worked with him on whatever show he did in New York or something like that. You mean play? Uh, maybe. I don't or know. House of Cards? No, not House of Cards. Oh, okay. So something else. All right. Well, thanks. Sorry, it was. Oh, I'm confusing every. There's so much. There's so much social media happening. It's it all confusing. Is. It's so. It's too much, Char. It's too it much. But I like that people go to bitch talk. <laughs> w bitch talk dot com. Uh, but yeah, SAG was awesome. I'm 
We'll see what the Academy does. I don't know. Um, yeah. That reminds me, I have to do something for work. Um, but yeah, we just wanted to do a little catch up. We've been sort of, we've had a lot of guests, which has been great on the show. But, um, you know, we're trying to stay consistent, everybody. And it looks like you like it. So You do like it. Seems like it. Seems uh, like you like it. Oh, uh, like we do. Like yeah. We do need to put out a request there that, um, you know, if you if you like what you hear and you're and it seems like you do uh, to to rate and give us a, you know, give us a review on whatever platform you're listening to. Yeah. Give us some love because that hurt. That helps. It hurts. It helps. <laughs> it hurts so good. <laughs> it hurts. But yeah, just rate us, comment. Uh, go to Facebook and like our page. We're so close to 500 likes. It's ridiculous. It's just like sitting there at 468. And when I go on, I'm like, God damn it. just need a few more. Give me that 500. Because I can't buy any ads on Facebook because of my horrendous name. <laughs> and we can't uh, change it anymore either. That's There's the thing. no way. <laughs> There's no way to change it. We have more than 30 likes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? I'm not going to change it, so. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense, but whatever. Whatever. What can I say? We're just going to have to do what we always do and go rogue and find a different way. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, whatever. But, um, so this is Bitch Talk. I don't, sorry, I don't, I was looking for more John Stamos. There's just, he's a little silent right now. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> Maybe that's what we should talk about. Why is he so silent? I, I don't know. I don't know why he's <laughs> silent. Uh, Let's see here real quick. Are you going to look for something? Uh, I'm not going to look at, for something, but... Oh, maybe I will, but... Have mercy. I might as well play it since we're talking about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, what's it called? Have you seen him on... What's the show that he's on now? Scream Queens? I yes. still haven't watched it. I've never seen it, so... But <laughs> I was just going to add that's a thing, right? It's a thing, and I think that he or it was nominated for, is People's Choice coming up? This is a horrible John Stamos minute. We're so sorry. Uh, here we go. Oh, oh she I got something. Yes. Oh, I thought she paused it. Oh, no. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> no, I thought you paused. Okay. Okay. Um, uh... <laughs> Oh, ET online. <laughs> That's very fitting because I just what just uh, happened. I just saw uh, on People TV watch John Stamos's girlfriend. Oh, um, barf! Yeah, uh, <coughs> opens up about his priceless support for her. Oh, good for him. Good for them. I'm so happy, dude! You wanted something. I gave you something. Yeah, now you don't like what I give you. No, yeah, sorry. I'm screwed either way. Yeah, you are. So. Yeah, I don't want to hear about him having a girlfriend. Yeah, gross. Jesus. Jesus. Ruined my night. Thanks, Char. <laughs> um, so that's it. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are awful. I know. Well, it's 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 my bedtime. Uh, Dude, you wanted something. I gave you something. Yeah, now you don't like what I give you. No, yeah. Sorry. I'm screwed either way. Yeah, you are. So... Yeah, I don't want to hear about him having a girlfriend. Yeah, gross. Jesus. Jesus. Ruined my night. Thanks, Char. <laughs> um, so that's it. <laughs> you, guys just, are, you guys are awful. I know. Well, it's 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 my bedtime. Uh, thanks for listening to episode 160 of the Bitch Talk Podcast. I'm Aaron. That's Anne. What do you? That's Char. And we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> <laughs>